Navigating Solo is the official singles adult ministry podcast of the United Pentecostal Church International. Navigating Solo is dedicated to encouraging single adults in every stage of life by using biblical principles to navigate discussion on various topics. Here's your host, Dr. Lorraine Orozco. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Navigating Solo. It is my honor today to have another one of our amazing guests, Dr. Kristen Keller, and she's going to be sharing with us her life and her ministry and some amazing things about her testimony. So thank you so much, Dr. Kristen Keller, for being on Navigating Solo on our episode today. Welcome. Thank you, Dr. Lorraine. Good to be with you. And um, this is exciting. I'm, I'm excited to talk about this with the navigating solo audience today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have so much to cover, but I wanted just to first, and so many of you already know Dr. Kristen Keller, um, so many facets that she does in ministry, but for those of you who do not know her, please tell us, Dr. K, about yourself, just where you are from, your family, ministry, all that education that you have, and all the unique kind of experiences, and, and then we'll kind of get into some other stuff. Awesome, we'll do. I live in Lancaster, Ohio where I serve at my local church, uh, New Life Christian Center, and uh, currently serving as the church administrator and also involved in worship leading and young adult ministry. Um, I've been at my home church. We moved here and next year will be 30 years that I've been here. My parents uh, pastor here in Lancaster. So um, it's wonderful to serve alongside my family and, and just um, being here at New Life. It's, it's hard to imagine next year. It's like 30 years. Like that's a big chunk of life that I've, I've been able to do with my NLCC church family and love them so much. Um, I am recently, as of last Saturday, an aunt for the first time, Yay! officially an aunt. I've been Auntie KK to a lot of amazing mm -hmm. kiddos, and I love that, but um, the official title became mine last Saturday, so that's something exciting and new with our family. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, am involved with Urshan. I'm on the Urshan board as yeah. vice chair. Mm -hmm. And I did serve on the hyphen young adult ministry team for the UPCI youth ministries for about 11 years. Um, and I, I just transitioned out of that January of 2021, but young adults are still a huge part of my passion, uh, even though I, I'm no longer serving in that position. Um, education. Well, I've had a really uh, fun mm -hmm. <laughs> educational journey. Um, started out, uh, just to, to sum up quickly and we can deep dive it later if you want to, but I started out going to business school, felt called to Bible college, went to IBC, uh, then transitioned to, um, uh, to get my MBA from Liberty university. Mm -hmm. I started pursuing a doctorate and felt like God closed the door. And a few years later, he opened it at a different school, um, to pursue a doctorate of worship studies. And, um, in that journey, uh, it was really amazing just the the opportunities for study and how that prepared me for the next season of ministry. So throughout the educational journey, it wasn't just this straight line journey that could make sense. But now looking back, it's like every piece of my education is plugged in somewhere mm -hmm. through ministry and through life. And um, I could not have made that path. And um, that was interesting to navigate because now, thank you, Jesus, we have we have ministry tracks that, you know, go through master's degrees and soon doctorates that are uh, UPCI focused, but having to go to these different schools, it really just grounded me uh, mm -hmm. in who I am and what I believe and why. And that was really powerful as well. So 
just a, a unique educational journey, but um, such is life, right? A unique journey yeah. of just navigating it and right. um, trusting him uh, even when it doesn't make sense. So mm-hmm. that's a quick summary. I feel like I went really fast. <laughs> all about well, sense. <laughs> well, I just wanted to add too that you, know, you did attend IDC and you were part of Praise while you were there. So if you don't already know, Dr. K is an amazing worship leader and just music and involved in that. But also you have been a speaker and are a speaker at many conferences. Um, One of the conferences that I got to actually meet you at was at the Deborah Project. So that was quite a few years ago when you were the main speaker there. And so I was glad to meet you then and connect with you. And then you connected back with our UGST students and a couple of years later. So that was my privilege to be able to interact with you at that time. Um, But I just wanted to ask, is there any other unique things about yourself that you wanted to share? I know that you, we'll get into some other like things later, but uh, things that you like to do, things that people would be like, oh, really? I had no idea that she drinks coffee (laughs) with like, I don't know, I don't know, something crazy. But what would you like to share with us about you? Absolutely. Well, um, I have a a recent um, love for cereal flavored coffee creamer. The Cinnamon Toast Crunch coffee creamer is Mm -hmm. out of this world. And I also am a huge fan of the Rice Krispies coffee creamer. Um, This came as a surprise that the cereal, (laughs) I can't tell you the last time I've even had a bowl of cereal. So cereal is not really (laughs) my thing. So I I love a good um, hot cup of coffee in the morning, iced coffee in the afternoon. So yes, I am. I am one of those. Um, I am a dog mom. For those out there that uh, that have uh, pets, I have a little Loki. He's just turned five in September. Um, he's currently asleep right now over here in his doggy donut. We hope it stays that way for the remainder of the <laughs> podcast. Um, I love to uh, I love to have a good book and be in my hammock. And if coffee is there, that's great too. Um, but just to uh, steal away. My hammock is my uh, official no phone zone. Mm. And so I, I leave the phone and um, just to steal away and, and take a moment and breathe outside with a good book that that's a good time. So, and I think that's something that kind of came later in life. I I've always been um, just uh, moving, busy, constant. And in the most recent season, it's uh, finding the value of, of stealing away mm. and some time and, um, and I think that's seasonal. It's where I'm at currently, but it is something that I, I do love and um, cherish right now in the season. So I always like to think about that time mm-hmm. as I'm also getting older. It's like we want to have that time alone. And so I just say, you know, I just being more like Jesus because Jesus <laughs> came away, in, you know, in the wilderness. He had drew himself away from the crowd and he needed solitude. So that's good. Yeah. We, need, we need the solitude. We need the away time. Right, right. For sure. For sure. Solitude is good. Isolation, not so much. Those are good. Right, right. Solitude is good. So I wanted to kind of just switch some gears. um, (laughs) And I wanted to kind of just talk about um, some of the advantages that you have found to being single. And so right now in the season that you're in, um, you know, marriage has not happened yet. But you have been able to do a lot of incredible things. So I just wanted to kind of just talk about from your perspective, what are some of those advantages that you have found? Yeah, well, I think like, I think we have to transition out of the mindset of like, comparing seasons, 
right or, or comparing life with with people and um that's really challenging number one because our flesh naturally defaults to the comparison game mm-hmm. number two we have so many resources I don't know if I would should call them resources, but so many tools <laughs> that are in our hands that allow us to see um, everyone and and everything, and so that can um, begin to make us question our season. You know, it's it's not that uh, somebody, you know, whatever season you're in. I guess I guess what I would say is just own what season you're in, because mm-hmm. marriage is not going to fix the issues you have in your single season, right? Those have to be worked out. Um, marriage is not going to cure loneliness. Mm-hmm. You, it's it, every season or every life stage has its own things that you have to navigate. And I keep going back to that word. I know that's mm-hmm. the name of this podcast, mm-hmm. but it's just a great, great word. Mm-hmm. It's it, so, so first of all, I want to say, um, it's not that like, oh, I'm single. So I, I can, do all these cool things that married people can't do or, Oh, I'm married. So I get to do all the things that it's like, just own your season, like, right. and get out of that. You get to do this because you're single. You get to do this because you're married. It's like, you get to do this because this is the season of life. God has you in. Mm-hmm. So first of all, that that's just that perspective is kind of where I'm coming from. Right. I guess just like, like own it as best you can, like have fun, go do stuff. Um, you know, be wise, like save up for a house, but allow yourself time to go and travel if that's your thing. Mm-hmm. Or if like, if you have that extra time, invest in the next generation or mm-hmm. save up for that, that car for the season. I mean, whatever you want to do um, within reason, you know, of course this is outside, like after being a good steward of, of what God has given you and you know, all those things. It's just like, I look back and I'm, I guess I'm grateful and now I can look back, look up, look back on a season of going through my twenties and my thirties as a single. And both of those decades look different. And my forties is already shaping up to look different than both of those decades. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I look back and I'm grateful. Like I had one summer where I went to Hawaii. I came home for six days, went to Singapore mm-hmm. for 12, came back home for six days, went to the Middle East, Dubai and Oman. And it was like this crazy, just like time frame where I just was like all over. I'm, I don't know with all the time changes, maybe I lost a day of my life. I'm not sure gained with, cause I went back 12, four, 12, four, you know, I was like, and it was so fun. Like I look back and like, that was like one of the coolest summers mm-hmm. and it was like, God opened the door for me to do this. And I had in that season, that time of life, I was able to say yes to that and, and mm-hmm. have that experience. Um, I don't think, like curling up in the corner of the season and wishing it away is going to do anyone anything good. Right. It's like, God, what do you want for me in this season? And then in my thirties, you know, I still had a lot of travel, um, but coming into my forties, having especially transitioned out of hype and that um, took a lot of the travel off my plate. And um, it's been really unique to have my suitcase in the basement for like long extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. And of course, COVID, you know, travel was yeah. canceled. Like it's, it all kind of culminated to this, like, you no longer travel. And it's like, okay, I have this time. Now what? Now what do I do with it? Now, certainly I could, um, you know, find all that time to be where I just mull over what I don't have. 
right all over that I'm no longer traveling right now and that's not my season or I could use it in like God where can I invest it mm-hmm. where can I how can I pay it forward in the kingdom how can I um I'm not traveling so how can I you know save that flight money when do you want to open the door for a house or you know is that for me next or do I need to wait on that you know it's all those all, all those questions that if we allow them to in those seasons those questions can draw us closer to God instead of separating us from him because mm-hmm. we, we begin to invite him in more to this is my help, mm-hmm. my decision help. You know, a lot of times we, we want that. We want to bounce it off that person and, and we can look at those that maybe are married and like, I've done that before. Like, man, that's so great to get to bounce decisions. And it's uh, like, I'm just navigating solo right, making right. Five decisions on my own, but I, it's allowed me to invite him in to what might even see the seem to be like the mundane decisions. But I mean, the miraculous is amidst the mundane mm-hmm. So to only invite him into the big stuff. You know, what about the small stuff? And then through that, my relationship with him can grow greater, grow deeper. Um, and man, who wouldn't want that? So it's mm-hmm. just about that perspective of your season, no particular life stage or season or event is ever going to like, you can have a, a deep relationship with God, no matter those stages or events. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I'm trying Absolutely. to say there. So it's like, just develop it, work on it and enjoy it. Have, just have fun, go and do and be, you know, get a second master's, go to school for the first time. I mean, whatever, go change careers. Like, of course, all of this with like godly wisdom, but like, just open yourself up to the possibility like, God, I'm in a career where I cannot be a witness. Would there be another career path that would help me? Do I need to change fields? Like, it's in those times we can ask those questions and experience his guidance in a very special way. Mm-hmm. Now, don't just go crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> seek the counsel of God and godly counsel, but also don't just just sit and wait. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really great thing that you just said, is that you know being able whatever season that you're in and in the seasons that you have been in, you just mentioned, you know what, I traveled, I went this summer and I just got on a plane and I just did whatever it was and not just curling up into a ball. But, and when I talk about like some of the advantages, it's like we, you know, whatever season that you were in, you have definitely taken advantage of that doing your education and pursuing all of the things that God has wanted you to do. And so I think that's a really great thing that you just mentioned singles is like, don't curl up in a ball, but, you know, take, you know, do whatever it is that needs to be done in that moment, in that season. Yeah. It can be really exciting, you know, and I, and I, I guess I would at, at this point, you know, looking back kind of, and I, I, I referenced my twenties and thirties, cause that's typically the decades that those things are happening that haven't happened for me yet. Right. And I'm grateful now. Did I do everything right and perfect? No. Not at all. Did I, did I avoid ever just holding up and what was me in life? No, I've done that. I've done all of it, (laughs) but I can look back, I can look back and say, I'm really glad I didn't spend at now. I can say two decades just upset and waiting Mm -hmm. or like disappointed in God because he didn't answer those specific prayers and then angry at God for two decades, you know, they have seasons where disappointment gripped my heart and I had to work it out with God for sure. 
angry that things didn't happen the way I wanted them to, or they were for everybody else. For sure. I'm human. Those things happen, but over, I didn't let that so deeply root in me that it derailed years Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. my life. And, and I think there's restoration for someone. If you've looked back and you've, you've kind of feel like, you know, I did waste a couple of years in anger um, or frustration or disappointment or whatever it might be, fill in the blank of, of it during that season of waiting, um, God can restore that as well. Yeah. And so don't, don't be disheartened. Um, just talk to God about it and let him help you uh, navigate out of those emotions. So you can really embrace and look back and say, you know what? It was an awesome two decades. What is this one going to hold? Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. So I knew we were kind of just talking about, uh, and, and the question was like the advantages and, and you just kind of mentioned a lot of the things that you were able to do, but also kind of like the attitude and, you know, the perspective, but mm-hmm. I wanted, and I know you're kind of just talking about a little bit, some of this, the mm-hmm. challenges, because, you know, we, we talk about, cause there's a lot of amazing things that you can allow you and God can do together, allow can happen. Yeah. But there are also some realistic struggles uh, and some challenges, you know, and, I, and, we're, and there's so many of us that are right there in the same kind of place, you know, 20s and 30s, maybe things didn't happen exactly the way that we wanted to, like you just mentioned, and, and there are challenges, um, but there's also a way to get through them. So can you just kind of talk to our our audience here on Navigating Solo, what have been some of the, some of the challenges that you haven't yeah. already kind of mentioned or touched on a little bit? Yeah, I think... I think the first one for me, and I'll list a couple, but this was probably, this has probably been my biggest one mm-hmm. is, um, that navigating decisions and life stuff. Now, thankfully I ha- I have a wonderful family support system. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm grateful for that because I, I know that might not be everybody's story, but even in that, um, you know, like just what I assume to be in, in a marriage, you have that person that you talk through these things, or if, if you speak at a conference and they're with you, they would be that person that would say, Hey, you did great tonight. Or, Oh, you were kind of out of the flow tonight. Mm -hmm. No, like, like that real time, honest feedback. Um, you know, I would, one challenge would be when I would go places and perhaps speak at a conference and then, you know, we go out to eat and then I go back to the hotel room and I'm like, God, did I do okay? Like, <laughs> I really had to rely on him to like, because even my, my, my covering right now, you know, my dad wasn't on that trip with me to tell me like, mm-hmm. great job, baby girl, you did good. Or, you know, uh, was that you or, or was flesh getting in the way or any kind of feedback, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, I literally had to rely on God for what I assume I, I could be wrong you know, we always rely on God for everything. So I'm not saying once you get married, you just rely on your spouse and you don't have to rely on God. But what I'm saying is in those moments, I just remember thinking, man, it'd really be nice to just have someone that, that helps. Or, or even right now in this season, I'm like, God, you know, do I, what kind of, you know, home situation do I pursue or with traveling? I was like never home. So the few days a week, you know, I'm, I'm, and mom and dad's and now it's like, okay, you know, that season's over. So what does this mean? And, and, mm-hmm. and I just, and also um, in the context of ministry and like carrying yeah. burdens of ministry, um, you know, having those to share with someone, I assume for me would be helpful, but what's been amazing is in that 
um, finding God to (laughs) live out his word, which says, I'll help you carry those burdens. And so I guess I, I had to fight wanting a human to validate me and, and just help me know that, cause I like to be okay. I like for everybody to be okay. I like to be on track. I like to, and so I, I got that from God and, and I, again, in a marriage, I know you do too. So I, I hope you get what I'm saying, but yeah. I'll, I'll share this story and this, maybe we'll, we'll bring it, bring it around. I was leaving church one day and it was just a season that like the weight of it all was just kind of on my shoulders of, of just things I had to do and things I was praying about, God, how do I help this young adult? How do I carry this? And I I just, it was just a a heavy season. And I remember I leave the church and I'm driving home and I just tears. I could barely see the road. And I'm like, I'm like, God, it would really be nice if you would send someone to help me carry this load. Mm -hmm. And I felt like he just spoke to my spirit. He said, I can send someone right now to help you carry the load or I can carry you, you decide. Wow. And I remember like almost just like hit me. And then I started sobbing for a very different reason. Like God carry me, you know, like, but it, it, in that, I I think that challenge is wanting to look to a human Mm -hmm. to fulfill what God's saying. I'll do that for you. I'll, yeah. I'll step in and carry you. I will help you with this load. I mean, my word tells you all that. So I don't know why you're struggling to believe it. <laughs> that I'll do it. Right. You know, and, and for sure, you know, it, that'll change as, as the singles that are listening out there, you get married, you do. I mean, the two become one. So you're both carrying the load, you know what I'm saying? So just kind of that I think would be a challenge. Um, I think like we mentioned, isolation uh, is a challenge we can kind of, uh, and then in that, the, the ugly things of, of that anger, frustration, bitterness can mm-hmm. begin to breed. And, and, um, I think the unmet expectations and disappointment from that is really hard. And then it, it can flip into, um, fear of like, yeah. is this ever going to happen? And those questions that can cause anxiety, uh, just, you know, fear, um, of like, this is never going to happen for me. And then you go into hopelessness and then your faith begins to waver. And then, and that's just a, a difficult path to go down. And, and I would encourage if, if anyone is, has struggled with that or is struggling with that, like, especially if you don't have that support system around you that can maybe pick up on that, mm-hmm. um, you've got to submit yourself to a leader or someone that you can just say, Hey, I'm struggling with this. Mm-hmm. Just so help me or help me navigate it. Talk to your pastor. I'm I'm really these things are starting to creep in and that's not good for my relationship with God. How do I combat these things? What are, what are some ways you would say I could combat these? Um, like I said, having a good support system, it could be through friendships, mm-hmm. through leaders, um, as long as they're good friendships that, um, pour into you positivity and, and strength. Um, you know, I've had times that, you know, my mom will just say, like, I know right now the hope is, is a little low mm-hmm. and, and just for someone to acknowledge that in my life would give me the strength of like, okay, it is H- help me pray about that. I've got to get my hope in that back or, or she's told me I have hope for you right now for why you don't, for while you don't. And, um, that has sometimes carried me through 
at times that that hope is just you know well this is never going to happen so I might as well just like you know call it a day mm-hmm. absolutely well I love that you one of the things that I have heard you say is just like I and, and understanding this myself and I'm sure a lot of people hear this too is like we just want to hear it's so nice that we could just hear that audible voice or somebody next to us just tell us the things that we need to want to hear and we need to hear but the the thing about living for God is that even when we're alone, it's like God still speaks, but maybe not in the audible voice, but just being in tune to his voice, just being just in tune to his spirit. And then, you know, the Lord speak to us. And then like you just said, I can carry you. I am enough. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm everything that you need, but it's just so much easier. And, and, you know, and again, like you said, you know, marriage is a wonderful thing. And when you have somebody there and that's the God person that he has sent you, well, praise the Lord. That's wonderful. But until that season changes, you know, listening and just being still and just letting him speak. So I think that's a wonderful story that you shared. Well, and I think too, like, I look back and I remember this is, this is actually really funny. I think I was 20. I pretty sure I was 26 and I don't know why I remember that age. Um, and I was at some conference and the topic was like singleness or something. And I said, if I'm still single in 10 years, would I still be trusting God and living for him? Like I am right now. Now at 26, I didn't even think that was a possibility. Like, <laughs> it was something I said, like, ooh, you know, like a really powerful thought, like in 10 years. And then it was like when it was 10 years later and I realized like, oh, I did live that. Like, it's still <laughs> yeah. happening. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, that thing that I like said in hopes to just be like so powerful, but really didn't believe was going to happen to me has happened. And like where is my relationship with God and, and has it grown or have I grown apart from him? Because, and, you know, I, I think one of the most difficult things that, that we have to place because it will come in our hearts and minds, if we're being honest is like, what if this doesn't happen for me? Right. I, we all hope it does. And, you know, God put those desires in our hearts, you know, from his word, like we can see, like, it's okay to want, to get married. It's okay to want to have kids and all that. And so I think, especially for the older ones that are navigating solo, um, you know, we get to a point of like, what if this doesn't happen? And I think that's where we need that support system to say like, Hey, I'm really struggling of like, is this ever going to happen for me? Just Mm -hmm. help me navigate that or help me not lean into that so much that I become depressed over a future that might not be what the future is going to be or that I take on those. Um, I just surrender to it instead of fight and faith for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that looks different for everyone, but um, you know, having that, that support system to help you um, just build that resolve of, you know, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a huge list of what happens for those who wait. And it's pretty awesome. But it doesn't say they that wait on the Lord shall sit there and do nothing and become sad and overwhelmed and lose faith. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite. Like we start running and flying and you know all these amazing things. So just having that that support system is huge. <clears throat> 
So I wanted to ask, because we're kind of already in this vein of thought, but what are some things that you wanted to say for to encourage somebody who is single and you know, 30s, 40s, you know, whatever kind of age that is? And like you said, sometimes it just, as you get older, the hope starts to kind of just, it feels like sometimes it fades in the moment. But is there anything that you particular would like to say in any season to just encourage them as they're kind of feeling like maybe a little bit of loss of hope in their singleness? Sure. Um, this is not original to me, so I'm not going to take credit for this, but this is something that God's dealing with me about in real time. So mm-hmm. I don't have this figured out. Um, I'm just getting started on, on this journey, but it's this idea of realizing seasons versus cycles mm-hmm. and seasons can be any length of time and seasons are what God desires of us to go through cycles are because of choices we make ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it, it might be as like for now, my season of singleness, you know, if we want to say from when I became an adult to, to now we're what rocking 23 years, a 23 year season of singleness. Right. Mm -hmm. But in that there's been times where I've got caught up in various cycles. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had to make the choice of I've got to get out of this cycle. This it could be a cycle of thinking. It could be a cycle of, of habit. Um, it could be a cycle of, of anything. And, and um, like I said, God's dealing with this with me in real time of what cycles am I in that are unhealthy that I need to make some choices to stop or change them or reroute them in this season that God designed for me to be in. And so I guess just an encouragement would be um, kind of look at at what season God has you in. And within that, perhaps what cycles are you stuck in that are making it more difficult for you to navigate this season? That if you could get out of that cycle, navigating the season might be a little, little simpler. Um, I, I, one story uh, from the Bible that, that, kind of connects with this. And again, this has been a journey God's who been, been dealing with me on. And and I, um, I have <laughs> just getting started. So <laughs> let's talk about this again in six months and see where we're at. But, <laughs> but you look at the, you know, Jesus is there and they, they bring the woman caught in the act of adultery and they, you know, they're trying to catch Jesus at his word and, you know, mm-hmm. um, a stoner. And, and of course he writes in the sand and, and all the stones begin to fall and everybody believe or everybody leaves. And um, he looks at her and simply says, go and sin no more. And you look at like, like he could have delivered her in that moment from the spirit of adultery. Right. We have, we have stories, we have precedent. I mean, 2000 lesions of devils are, are no problem. They go into the swine. <laughs> so if he can like cast out 2000, he can for sure cast out one. Right. But he doesn't deliver her from that spirit. He doesn't say be delivered. He doesn't cast the spirit. We don't see it leave and go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. He simply tells her, go and sin no more. In other words, go get yourself out of this cycle. And at that point, her deliverance came through disciplines. Mm -hmm. And and those disciplines were what was going to get her out of that cycle of sinful living. Mm Mm-hmm. And for her, that was her journey. That was her story. 
Um, it wasn't the same story for the man with the Legion of Devils, just one word, go, and they were gone. So I think that sometimes in, in, in my life, and I guess in my recent season, there have, have been some things um, that God is is wanting me to discipline myself in order to attain that deliverance and get out of that mm-hmm. cycle in this season. Mm-hmm. And that is very challenging. You know, I mean, it, it's interesting when you, um, you look at your educational journey. I mean, I went to college for 10 years and I'm like, discipline should be easy. Like I was <laughs> able to write papers till four in the morning and make all my mm-hmm. deadlines, but they're not like, sometimes they're really challenging, like the simple disciplines, but it's those that keep your mind in check, keep your heart in check and don't allow you, you know, there's all kinds of disciplines we could talk about here, but just Mm -hmm. ones that, that allow you to stay away from the cycles that are unhealthy, um, start implementing those Mm -hmm. and, and recognize seasons for what they are and cycles within the seasons because God decides when the season ends and the next one begins, you decide how you act in that season. Amen. You respond. So then, well, I love that perspective and I never kind of thought, and I'm sure there are other people that are going to be listening be like, I never really thought of it in that way, you know, that there was just one word and legions went, but then understanding that we have to do the work and sometimes yeah. we have to do the work and it's not easy. And there are many avenues of ways that you can do it, but learning like, you know what, I'm going to get myself out of this thought process and yeah. in Jesus name, I'm going to use the word and we're going to come at it with faith and we're going to do whatever it needs to take to get out of this cycle until yeah. the season ends. So that's really great. Absolutely. And you look, you know, he, he looks at the woman, he says, you know, where are your accusers? Neither do I condemn you go and sin no more. Like, like he doesn't look at us and say, Ooh, you've been in that cycle for a while. So I'm going to just, you know, now you're going to have to wait longer. Like he, he's not, he doesn't play games like that. He's not, you know, just, you know, well, now you've ruined it. You know, he's like, I don't condemn you. Like go, go do what I've called you to do. If, if it was 10 years ago, two years ago, last month, like just go and do and, and in that, find out more about me because I want to show you how I can be there for you in ways you never thought possible or have, haven't even thought of, period. Mm-hmm. And help you, help you get through it. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to just kind of go as we are closing this episode and you've said some amazing things that I know are have been a blessing to me. And so to all of our listeners who've been listening, I just wanted to ask you, is there anything else, any closing remarks that you haven't mentioned, just want to kind of end on and want to speak to our navigating solo audience about? Sure, absolutely. Um, in, in this uh, vein of seasons, you know, I look back and, and I don't know, maybe I'm in a season of kind of like looking back and, and evaluating where I've been and where God wants me to go. And well, that's the truth of it. Cause it's like, God, what's next? You know, I thought, thought by the time I hit my forties, I'd be able to say, okay, in five years, you know, I feel like I know that less now than I knew in my twenties, <laughs> like, like, Ooh, that's fun. I know less about my future as I get older. Um, but there, there are moments in life where God will break you. And I think we could all probably, whoever's listening say, okay, yep. I remember this time, this time, this time. And, and when God breaks us, it's, it is painful. It, it is, um, and it's, it's specific. And, and you look at, you know, broken pieces when they're put back together and that's typically how it works. You get broken for whatever reason. And then God 
you know, puts it back together uh, in his way. And it, it still looks the same, right? Like it has the same shape, maybe a piece that needed to be taken out is no longer there, or there's some cracks now that are your scars and your stories. And from that brokenness that become your testimony and it's awesome, but that piece um, still resembles the same, right? But then there are seasons where God will completely shatter you to the point of it's not pieces, it's fragments and dust. Mm -hmm. And there's no way that piece could be put back together. And in those seasons of shattering, the purpose for that shattering is because he wants to make something completely new. Mm -hmm. When you have moments and seasons that you're broken, perhaps coming out of that season, your ministry is still going to look the same. Your life path is still going to look the same. But when he takes you through a shattering, just avail yourself to the possibility of him making something completely new. God, I thought all this time, like this was going to be my story. This was going to be how it played out. This was going to be my ministry. This was going to be my job, my career. This was, and, and he might be saying, I want to do something completely new, completely different. And so I can't just break you. I have to shatter you. And that is the most painful of seasons you'll ever go through. But going through that shattering allows him to make something new. And if we look at the scriptures, we can find some references there mm-hmm. about how to make something new. And that, again, how I look at that, that can be brutal, painfully exciting, or so brutal and so painful, I have to peace out because I can't take it. Mm-hmm. So stay in the process, stay in that. And if you're you're all put together right now, that's awesome. <laughs> But when you come up on that season of breaking, just know, okay, he wants to edit a few things, fix a few things. That's awesome. That happens several times in our lives. I think we just kind of a reset, but Mm -hmm. then there are those times that I don't think are so often, but they do happen of that complete and total shattering for the purpose of making something new Mm -hmm. and lean into that. Don't resist it. And just watch what the master potter will create with your life. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that, that he will make something new, that if you're broken in that earth shattering moment season in your life, know that, like you said, scripture references that he can make all things new. He can start from the beginning and make something beautiful, something so beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dr. Kristen Keller. It has been such an honor to have you on Navigating Solo this morning, and it has been truly a blessing to me and I know to all of our listeners. So I I thank you. Thank you so much. And so to all of our listeners on Navigating Solo, God bless you all. Until next time, until you tune in, we will see you again. Thank you, Dr. Lorraine. Thank you, Navigating Solo audience. Have a great, awesome day. Join us next week for another great interview on Navigating Solo.